0: Welcome to this podcast series asking the question, can art save us? I'm starting the first national and international conversation about courage and curiosity. What do these qualities really mean and why does it make a big difference to our mental, societal and democratic health? I talk to award-winning and diverse artists across the arts to explore these qualities in their lives and work, both to inspire and for us all to learn. I'm exploring why we need these qualities to help change the global epidemic of mental illness, loneliness, polarization of our communities, and even global conflict. If the arts cultivate courage and curiosity, I'm asking the question, can art save us? My guest today is a Cameroonian clay addict, Jackal Cassie Natalie, a ceramic artist now based in Nigeria, whose work is so powerfully distinct, the same moment I saw it, I was looking for her contact information. This is statement art that understands architectural design, artistic innovation and creative craft. Natalie responds to discrimination, racism, solidarity, human and environmental violence and education. Her work combines contemporary issues with ancestry, always reflecting her deep love and admiration of African art. Her use of the iconic African mask carved into her clay in repetitive patterns is like a language of love, showing the cultural roots of her life that continues to flourish with possibility. From objects to sculpted figures, all of her work, just like her larger than life fist clenched in solidarity, speaks out. With over 30 years of practice and numerous prestigious awards, we now have the pleasure to speak to Natalie. Hello, Natalie, and welcome.
1: Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Paola, for inviting me to this podcast. I'm very honoured to share my experience with you.
0: Oh, it's an absolute pleasure and and the honour really is all mine. Natalie, talking about speaking out as a theme in your your work, um, as an artist and as an educator, is that a key purpose for you to speak out about art and about social development?
1: Yes. You know, uh, we as an artist, with the, with the talent, with the skill we have, we have other original ways to see things and to analyze. Now, if we, are, if we decide to be engaged artists and to treat some critical topic uh, happening around us, so we have to speak, we have to use our medium, our intelligence, our imagination, our creativities to say things to speak them through artwork. Now, for those artwork, the only thing I, 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 I am not okay with is because many of artwork are not accessible to many people to see what we are trying to speak in those artwork. So it's good. it's good to speak out about anything. You know, we have a lot of crowds around the world, if it's in terms of nature, social, racism, violence. It's everywhere, everyday happening. So we are trying to record our period, our epoch into artwork. But my wish is for those artworks to be very accessible to everybody, not only keep in, very, uh, uh, in some places, Because when when they keep it in some places and where the people have to pay for entries to go and see them, the message is limited to some range of people.
0: Yes, I I completely agree. There's a problem with elitism.
1: Yes. So artists are are speaking out, but the message is not widespread because those artworks are... Sometimes they are not known. Sometimes, even if they are known, they are limited to some type of space. So we have to continue to educate the audience, to educate the children, to teach them, to, to push them to visit artists, to visit studios, to visit museums, free, sometimes to, to give access free to some people that cannot pay the entry or... I don't know if you understand what I want to mean.
0: Yes, I, I do understand.
1: So that that, so that, that message probably we impact somewhere our behaviors
0: yes so art art has the power to influence how we understand our world our lives how we think and how we can do things differently yes so as a child natalie i understand you had to fight to go to the new art school that opened, and I imagine that was quite frightening in some ways. What was that experience like?
1: You mean what? when I entered the art school for the first time? Yes. Yes. The, you know the, that art school is the only one in Cameroon actually till today. So then everybody was like, "How come so somebody can study painting, sculpting, sculpting?" or poetry for living. You understand Was It's not that art was something new because we have our ancestors, we have a lot of traditional practice in terms of pottery, sculpting, but you know, was into villages, but meaning creating a full school that we teach it, that we teach them. Even the government did not recognize the school at the beginning because for them, they, d- they did not understand how people would go there, but because of the love I have for ceramic, my father used to buy at home those uh, utilitarian dish, And also the father I used to draw. So, you know, sometimes there are some things you cannot really explain exactly 100% how the love of art started. But when he told me, I passed, I went to the hospital, coming back, I saw an art school opening. I went to visit, there they will teach painting, ceramic and, and sculpture. When I had ceramic, I told him, is where I want to go. At the beginning, he was reluctant. He said, no, we already choose a school for you for September. I said, no, you said ceramic. So I want to go there to study ceramic because when we were small, my father used to buy us polymer clay. You know those clay children used to play when they are too young. So I told him Is what I want to do. He said, he told me, but the school is not recognized yet. The government do not recognize the school. I said, it doesn't matter. My problem is to learn So this is how he brought me to the school. A few days later, I did the exam. I really struggled to do the exam because I was facing other students that I used to practice before. So they were producing very nice uh, objects during the test. So, and I was scared to to fail. So I really, I really, (laughs) I really put all the energy (laughs) to bring something out and the end I succeeded. So I was so, so happy. To be selected?
0: Yes, I read. I read that you said I had to fight, I had to dig inside my tummy. I think you were talking about your nerves and your fear. What did you have to do in the
1: exam? During the exam, I produce a set of. I produce a kitchen material: pot, bowl. So I, 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 I produce a woman cooking. You know then i did not have technique technique for koi or anything so i have to look up left and right to see what what piece because other people were producing figures animals very strong very beautiful i said "Ah, what can i do and i decided to produce a pot on the fire surrounded with all material to cook like we do in a village because i did the model of pot we use in our village So this is what I did. I remember this is what I did then. I did a set of a lot of uh, dishes and pots.
0: And at the same time, now, of course, you talk about the importance of innovation and being able to do more than functional pottery, for example. And you create these incredible sculptures and they carry social and political messages when did your own innovative,
1: creative work begin? Uh, you know, when I when I started going to art school, uh, I have a lot of problems on my way going to school every day because many people were throwing stone at us because you know the the, the school was looking strange to many people because people were even it, it, uh, people were using. Potter as an insult. So when we were passing on the road, people would say, Potter, Potter, how can you go to school to study pottery? So we receive a lot of insult, but the love I have for it makes me say, I must show to people that that pottery is more than what they know. I I don't, I don't know if you are getting my 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 what I'm saying. So Your it, sentiment yes, is I said I have to prove that. Is more than what they know because many people know pottery to keep water in the village, to carry food, to cook food. So for them, is what for them they put in their mind is what we are doing to school. How come we are? How come we can go to school to do pottery to carry water? So I say, I would love to do things. I would love to manipulate clay beyond what beyond the image people have for pottery. So this is how I started being very curious about. Ceramic done in other area of the world, you know? Even without traveling, we have magazines. I was very curious, reading magazines, seeing the way people were using clay, the other type of uh, uh, object, people were producing with clay, with porcelain. I was so, so, so curious. Starting from African art, where they, what our ancestors, they were doing with uh, clay, to the modern. And, you, and we were also lucky that we study. Uh, art history in school, with all the artistic movement, you have Reason, Renaissance, Rococo, all the movement of art, you know, inside, we were also lucky to see few of uh, history about ceramic. I said, oh, so it's more than what people are thinking. So I would love to do ceramic beyond that. So this is how uh, everything started. Do you think clay is the perfect material for curiosity? Yes. Yes, you know, clay is very versatile, very plastic. The clay obey, the clay... You can do whatever you want with the clay. Yes, it's true that there's some work. It takes time to do whatever you want. Most of when you want to hang, maybe when you want to fix some items. But I mean, in general... I'm very happy manipulating clay, giving the shape I want, going deep when I want, staying in the surface when I want, giving the color I want, and uh, even the even when the when the, when the work is inside the kiln, that weight uh, the results. You know that that you know you that that fear or that uh, I don't know how you can say it in English. You know, the fact that you are waiting, you are you are eager. Yes, anticipation. Yes, that, that, that eagerness to see the result is part of the beauty of ceramic because sometimes you do a work, you don't know the color that will come out. You don't know sometimes if the work will crack, if the work will succeed. The, everything is part of the mystery and the beauty of ceramic. And this is why I really have that passion for ceramic.
0: Yes, you describe ceramics as a mysterious profession. Is some of the process
1: almost mystical? Yes, yes. Because there are some moments you have impression you never don't ceram- like me. There are some moments I have impression I never touch clay. Sometimes I fail. Even a normal shape I used to do. Sometimes I will not understand how my brain is not connected to my fingers. It's the same clay, it's the same shape, it's the same technique, but sometimes the the brain is disconnected to the hand, or sometimes the hand is disconnected to the brain. So sometimes you have inspiration, but but I don't understand why when I'm taking clay, I cannot do anything. But there are some days I want to walk, but the brain is almost off. And now, sometimes the result is more than what you expect. Well, sometimes when you see, it, "Ah, but it's more than what I expected. I did not imagine I can, I can do like I can do, I can go fine like this." So all these small, small, I call it, I call, I call them mystery. So every day, every day we learn. We play, every day. We learn every day. We discover. Sometimes you think you know, or when you see a work of another artist around the world. Sometimes I feel so small, I feel empty, I say, but I, I don't know anything at all. Because I discover all the ways people are manipulating clay. People are creating things with clay. I say, wow, we still, have, we still have to learn a lot. So this is where I say clay is really a mystery.
0: Yes, and also you said that you work very spontaneously and I was interested in what kind of risk that involves when you work spontaneously. Do you mean you work without designs and the idea is always in your head?
1: Yes, you know, uh, in in school, uh, in academy, they teach us to draw the work we want to build. But that that one doesn't work with me. By the moment I draw something, probably I will not do it. I don't know why my brain works like that. So usually, if I do 100 works, probably 95 uh, are drawn in my brain. But I have sketchpad. I have sketchpad when I'm inspired, I will draw a lot of shape, but I will have difficulty to to realize those drawings into artwork. It's really right, maybe five percent of my work. So I like I like being so connected to my work between my head, my finger, and the clay. So I don't like I don't like that distraction of looking what I draw, looking the work. so, It's inside my brain. Everything is, even the way the work is finished. So most of my work, you know, usually most of my work are very free work. Few of them are commission work. So sometimes somebody can say, can you do this work, uh, this size for me with this pattern? I want to put this work in the angle of my house. That one, I know that, okay, somebody give me instruction to give a work. And I, I feel less free when I'm doing such work. I like doing my work so free I like, I, I allow my brain to direct me, to send me up, left, right, down. Sometimes I can, sometimes to finish a work like that, I can, I can do it four times. I can start, I'm not happy, I will break it. I will start again, I'm not happy, I will break it until I will reach the shape I want, the lines in my brain that, is, that I draw. If I really have problem, I will quickly draw, very quick. I will not give details. Yes, yeah, sometimes it happens in the night that when I have inspiration in the night, when I'm sleeping, I can wake up, I have a sketch pad near my bed, I can quickly draw or write something. If I don't have maybe strength to wake up totally to, to draw, I can write, I can say, oh, I dream about a shape that have, I can dream about a work that have this social so shape. So I will just write in the morning, I will now remember, oh, this is what I saw when I was sleeping. So I really like walking, my brain, my hand, and the clay. Having a paper around, I, I will turn, I will check, I will take measurement, it happened, but not regularly. Yes, not regularly. Even when I have my student.
0: So do you need a lot of courage to work spontaneously? Are there a lot of risks
1: if you work spontaneously? I can say with the routine, you know, it's many years I'm working with the routine. I developed that uh, easy way to start a walk quickly. Like yesterday, I was not inspired, but I did not want to only sleep all through the day. So I took a, a, those ball of clay, then you know, I, I, I buy clay in 10 kg of ball of clay. So I took them, I said, I don't want to do a coin. I don't want to do a slab. I don't want to do anything. I will not carve that block that way. And can you imagine yesterday I did like that, three works carved into the block because usually when I'm, when I'm not inspired, I will provoke. I will take the risk. I, I, lost, I, I, I do lost works, but I will learn from those risks. This is the beauty of, of that. So I cannot say it's a, it's a risk to work spontaneously because usually it's where sometimes uh, some, some of my strange work can come out. But for the patterns, those patterns you see, I never, and never draw them somewhere before carving them. So when I do those patterns, if I do maybe the first marks, I don't know how the second one will look like. Everything is really spontaneous. I just try to put a balance on shapes, on volume when I'm drawing. Because I think it's maybe because of many years of working every day that... I have uh, that facility to do things. But I also have to precise that, you know, before being a full-time artist, I work for an NGO, an Italian NGO, where we were employed to produce ceramic every day. So we have the goal to reach a quantity of work. That makes us train our brain to produce works every day. So we were almost forced to be inspired to work. And I think this is how my brain easily produces a creative world. This is how I, it's easy for me to be inspired. Even when I have friends visiting my house, they say, that you have a lot of words. I say yes, because I, I worked for a company for nine years. We were producing ceramic every day even when you are not inspired, you can go and read some magazine, you can do drawing. So we were not allowed to stay without nothing. So probably it's from there I took that uh, routine to always do something. Even if I don't want to touch clay, I will try to draw, I will try to paint, or I will try to touch another material. So who, who
0: do you think taught you to trust yourself and to be courageous. Did, did you have people that influenced you and encouraged you to take creative risks?
1: Yes. The, 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 the person that really gave me that, that removed me that fear of clear, you know, you have many students that, that fear to lose their work or that they fear to correct the work. If maybe the work is not looking good, they are fear that maybe the work will collapse. The person that encouraged me was my first teacher. The, the man I met the day I was doing the exam to enter in the, the school. Because after the exam, I went to the studio. I saw him walking. And I saw the way he was so free. He was manipulating play without fear. Me, I was, sometimes I was shaking. And maybe the world will collapse or maybe... But he, I saw the way he was so free doing things. From that day, he started explaining me the things. He told me, you are the one to... Commend the clay. Clay will just take the direction you will give to it. So watching him walking so freely, so easily uh, every day, give me that confidence to, to manipulate clay. Even when my work collapses, I don't have that uh, anger. Because I know that it's to me to carry the clay and put it up again and stand the work again and start from zero. It's my first teacher. And this is from that day, I understand that the first person that teaches you is the one that will make you grow or will put you down. Because I do have some students when they explain to me, uh, you I, I I face a lot of students that did not have that were not that did not have confidence in ceramic, they, they were not believing. Only because of the type of teacher they have. So stay with me, I help them to trust claim to like it to have passion of it or to even manipulate their work in they saw so, there's so many manipulating works I can I can do a standing work a few minutes later I can change the shape I can turn it I can break it I can fix it but exactly like a surgery I can do a surgery I can cut I can join so when they look at me doing that they also develop that confidence and I took it from my first teacher.
0: It's so important, isn't it? The power a teacher has in terms of a student acquiring confidence and to understand that mistakes and disasters and things going wrong are actually gifts in terms of your creative development.
1: Yes, the teacher is really it's exactly like parent one you will start teaching from to your child from the early age it will affect his life when he will grow up. If you if you maybe refuse him to face difficulties, you refuse him to face life, to go out to if you refuse him to fail, or if you if you if you block him up to to fall and to stand up, he will develop fears. So I, I used to say the first person that starts teaching you things if he doesn't add in it confidence, trust you really have problem to, as I'm telling you, I receive a lot of students that really have that problem of trusting, having confidence, loving clay. They want to do it, but they lack that part because of the way they were taught. I
0: understand that before you moved to Nigeria, you taught at the only art school in Central Africa. Did you feel that you had to be quite radical in some ways in order to encourage students to take risks and for people to respect the importance
1: of the arts? Uh, Please, can you come again? You're asking me if... Yes, I understand before you moved
0: to Nigeria, You taught at the only art school in
1: Central Africa. Yes, in Cameroon, yes.
0: Yes. So did you have to be radical because you wanted to encourage students to take risks as a positive
1: part of their learning? Uh, Not really. You know, from the moment, like I, I, I encourage many people to go to study art because, you know... Taking art, most time in Africa is not easy because of parents, because they don't believe you can make it in life through art. So there are some tu- children they want to do art, but it's parents. So in Cameroon, I do face some parents that will come to their children to visit our studio to visit. So I will not, I will not use force, you know. So I will not force them, but I will use like poetry. You understand the way I will the way I will give that passion to them. I will use like I will I will, I, will, I will talk like a poet. That's lovely. That's lovely. Yes, yeah, so that they will, they will they will they will they will they will understand that they are on the right path. Even the parent will feel that ah, so I cannot blame my child that I want to choose to do art. There are many parents that really put their children in art school through the way. I educate the audience, because we artists, we have to educate the audience. First, to show them that example like ceramic is not only what they know. Because many people, they know it through a, a pottery you put outside the flower or you carry water. You know, in most cities and villages here in our continent and, and countries, those potteries is to keep water, to keep flowers, to keep some type of food. So many people they, they don't see ceramic beyond those ceramics sold on the street. But when you start telling them that ma- the, mug, the mug you are using at home is ceramic, the tiles is ceramic. Inside cars, inside aircraft, you have ceramic. People that, that create, that create vehicles, that create cars, the more, most modern, they are made with clay. In the in the investigation, crime investigation, some sometimes even to 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 we have to reconstruct. So for them to see that clay is beyond what they know, so that they will give more respect, more love, and this is how many parents they used to. So I have to use love. I have to I have to educate with love, with with poetry. I have to expand. I have to open the topic for the parent to encourage the people to... But I used to tell to people, if, if if you are coming here because your parent told you, make sure it's also your choice. Because doing art is not somebody that will tell you to go and do art. It's to you to say, it's what I want to do. Because we have some students that were forced by parents, but at the end they resign.
0: Yes, it's not the same. There has to be... Yes.
1: It's yes, there the has same, to be yes. your
0: own sense
1: of commitment and passion. But I'm also happy that since I'm in Nigeria, my presence and my maybe my way to explain encouraged many people that wanted to give up to continue. There are some people, when they saw my work, when they asked me some questions, when I helped help them to reply to some questions, they now told me I'm giving them that confidence to continue, that, they did not uh, miss their road choosing ceramic, So I, I'm happy to see some students that they come to Because it's not easy for... There are many students here that are not supported by by their parents because they choose a ceramic. You know, some parents want them to study law, to study medicine. But there are some because when they will see you selling, when they will see where you are delivering, you know, most, most time in art is people that have some cash that buy art. So... When they, when they hear you receiving a call, receiving a commission work, when they hear the name of the client, they also have that confidence that, ah, I did not uh, make a mistake to choose it. So it's also small, small element. We cannot, I cannot hide from my students. I also have to show them that, no, I'm paying my rent with uh, ceramic. I'm helping my family with ceramic. I'm helping myself. I'm supporting other artists through ceramic. So this is how, yes.
0: Yes, you teach by example. And would you say that learning to teach by example perhaps came from your childhood when your father encouraged you to look after your younger siblings, your younger brothers and sisters?
1: Yes. You know, I'm the first child. The way my father raised me is still affecting me till today. Because there are, some, there are some values he repeated to me for many years that is not easy to forget. So he, he made me so responsible very early. I was, I was less than 10. So I still have that uh, unconsciously. There are things I do unconsciously because I was raised that way. Taking care, feeling sorry, you understand? Giving advice quickly making a difference between what is good and what is not good. I'm not perfect, but I was educated so that I can, with my with my small knowledge, I can make difference on what is good and what is not good, so that I can use it to also advise. You know, you cannot force people, but you can advise, or you can try to explain to them what is good, what is not good. So, yes, the way I was raised by my father, still impacts to, to today, even... With my siblings, with my colleague, with uh, with friends, with my student, I still have that uh, mother. I don't know how you say it in English, like a mother. I want to mean always acting like a mother, even in my neighbourhood. The way I behave with small, small children with my neighbours, they they, they 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 always even calling me mama. you understand? Because unconsciously, yes, that way I was raised still uh, have impact on me.
0: Yeah, it's lovely that um, you took so much responsibility and it's a lot of kindness too to be a mother figure to so many people. I wonder, were there also any strong women that influenced you in addition to your father and your teacher? Yes,
1: you have so much many uh we i don't know which name can come quickly you know I, um i was raised in family of many children we are more girls than boys but when i grew up i um, I, I was more close to male friendship than female i was more close to the opposite uh, sex like it's easy for me to call it's easy for me to have male friends than female friends but there are women i admire yes in many domains but i don't know which one i can mention quickly if it's men i have many but mm, yes in art in art you have many you know the art is so developing so quickly that every day we have impression that the one we thought was one of the figures we admire, we still have so much coming. But I don't know which one I can mention quickly, quickly, quickly. You know, I was not too close, I was not too close to my mother. My sister, I have my younger sister, we are very close. Now in terms of her personalities, politician or activist, uh, you have many, maybe the name is not coming too quick, but you have, uh, Yes, but uh, I admire a lot of women that are activists that fought for uh, women's rights because we, we, we have to agree that women's rights is still improving. We have many things to do, but there are things that we have to improve.
0: Yes, I'm very interested in your artwork uh, as activism, uh, your artwork as activism. And there are lovely examples, um, perhaps you could describe um, a work, Success Story, um, a woman with three books uh, for the listeners. What do the three books represent and, and
1: what is the social or political message? Uh, yes, that work is uh, in China. Yes, that work called Success Story. If you notice, many of my female figure in ceramic carry books because there are certain moments in my life I notice many women really have that ignorance issue. Sometimes women were suffering, not because they want to suffer, but because of ignorance. There are things they did not know is why they are suffering. So giving that image, because you know it's an image, if you're doing those, those women with books, sometimes it's to say, Women, sometimes we sleep on our talent. Sometimes we ignore that this thing will not happen to us if we have the knowledge. So the, the books I use is a symbol of, if I would have known, because the book is like a symbol of knowledge, if I would have known, probably some things will not happen to me. And in our continent, it's really... When I I was surrounded with some women, sometimes you go to the market. You know, I like going to places where you have crowds. Just sometimes to listen. Or inside a public transport, sometimes when you listen the way people are mentioning some topic, the way people are talking, you really feel a lot of ignorance. And probably because they don't read, or they uh, they did not reach some level of education. So... I used to say sometimes to have a certain success need also a small quantity of knowledge. I don't know if you are getting, yes. Yes.
0: Yes, and and do you agree that knowledge and particularly for women, it has an important relationship
1: with their economic survival? Yes. Like there are some women, uh, we thank God, social media came there so women like today some that probably improve their business with their phones i remember during the covid period you know everybody was in lockdown quickly you have to make your brain work how can i survive in lockdown some women started doing a business through their phone so they have to learn to use it they have to learn the application There are even some people that build some app to make their business, and it's becoming now very trending. Many, many, many women are having a lot of activities because they are learning through others. You understand? uh, Yes, the knowledge is you have that link with the economic part, yes. But I think it's true knowledge also when women support other women. Because if I know a detail, I will also share. We don't want that one, show how, because like me, I show to some people how to, i advise to some artists, why are you not on Instagram? Because like me, my market is on Instagram. People say, ah, no, Instagram is not useful Facebook. I said, no, it's a mistake. You have to make your work known. There are some people that will thank me, ah, yes, the way you show me how to post, how to maybe to do a video, it really helped me. I have one or two contacts that somebody that called me to. So we also have to share to support each other. This is why I say knowledge is really very important.
0: Yes. And can I ask you about cultural knowledge as well? Um, I'm interested in your work, The Twins. Uh, You said you were inspired by the mysterious life of twins and that in some African countries it's believed they have special powers. What's the belief in Cameroon, and how did it inspire you?
1: Okay, that work. I I, I did that work in 2000 and was, I think in 2015 years or 16 here in Nigeria, because there is some there is one village here I forgot the name that is most people there are twins. It's it's even I don't know if that village figure in the Guinness record anywhere is is well known and we also have twins in cameroon like my step them the 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 woman i was living with when i arrived in nigeria she's a twin so she used to explain to us things they were doing together so when i say mysterious because sometimes they have some behaviors i don't know if they do it deliberately to scare or to just entertain the public so but some are recognized to have some power, maybe of healing or of chasing what we call here bad spirit or to give luck. You know, we have a lot of uh, superstition. Some, some, sometimes it's, it look true. Sometimes it's just like a legend, like a superstition. But the way they behave, me, I stay with some trees, really the way they behave is really different from people that, from single, from single person. The way they sleep, the way they eat, the way they dress, the topic they have, the way they the, the, the way they behave in the night, or if there are an issue in the family, the way two of them they will uh, take the issue. So, and even the fact that they look alike, most times for people for the one that look very alike, is all is already like a mystery because sometimes you don't know to who you are speaking. Am I speaking to the one? I saw one hour ago or, you know, sometimes they like developing it. They like putting that confusion. It it pleases them that people will always feel confused when they see them. Sometimes they even say things you don't know if it's true. Maybe if they treat, they say, I will kill you. You don't know if it's true or if it's not true. So sometimes they around them, the way they talk, topic they develop, their behavior really make me question. <laughs> uh, and sometimes it's a, they, they're also a, like a curiosity. It's really, if you stay where you have twins, you cannot, you. they look like curious. You're also curious to see what they will do next or what they are planning to do next. <laughs> so this is why I did that work.
0: Yes, it's, it's an interesting reflection of, of cultural belief. And of course, a lot of all of your work respects the ancestry of African art. And I'm really interested in your use of the iconic African mask that you carve into your clay. Why that particular Icon that particular
1: mask. Yes, when I was in the art school, the chapter that really captured my attention. You know, we have a lot of uh, things studying in art history, but when they when we reach um, African art, the chapter. You know, I was so, I, I you know, I was so touched. I, I, I tried to imagine me in that period where no good road almost no light then don't even talk about a radio or a phone but the way they were so creative you understand because nowadays we say, okay i can get inspiration looking at uh, architecture i can get inspiration looking at a uh, nice clothes design but the way then they were so creative to produce all this uh, very original poetry, all these sculptures. It's true that, like in my culture, many artists were coming from the kingdom. So many uh, artworks in some in some village were commissioned by the king. So the king has his own artist and his own craftsmen. So he when maybe an event is coming, maybe they want to initiate some men, some boys to become a man, they will commission some type of mask or some type of items that we wear for the event. But my, my problem then was, how did they get inspiration to do such a beautiful and original thing? I don't know if you are getting, my problem was not that they did it, but my problem was how come then, with the few things in their environment, they were able to do such things, even today we are still picking some element from it to do our artwork. Then they were picking elements where, probably we, re- we used to say it's in their daily life, yes, but I want to mean I really respect the level of inspiration and imag- imagination they have Them, even the imagination to create tools to carve. Because when I was in Cameroon in our art school, we invited a sculptor, that man was 120 years. He's one of the sculptors that did a lot of uh, sculptures with beads in Cameroon. If you if you look at Bamileke, cult, uh, Bamileke art, you will see a lot of sculptures where he added beads. So we invited that artist, he was 120 years. So he was explaining to us the process, how he did, how he started adding the beads, because he told us when the European used to come you know, during colonization, when they used to come, they were coming with beads, with many, many small, small items. It's those beads he used now to fix on his wood, because then he was only doing wood sculpture. So he started adding beads. So this is the first That's incredible. Yes, I met that. I don't know if that man is still alive. So I met him. He he did a demonstration of what how he used to sculpt a, a work and fix those beads. And you know, beads. It was not something produced in Cameroon then. So it was coming through the the ship when, uh, during colonization, when people were coming. They will bring some items, they will take other ones to go. So this how they started adding beads. So, and that thing makes me, you know, uh, African and is very, very, very rich on the in terms of type of sculptures in terms of topics because they develop a lot of topics depending on what they want then because if they want to do something about fertility you have a lot of sculpture about fertility about uh, rain maybe they, if they have a problem of rain they want the rain to fall you know then they were not only it art; they were they were they were producing such item for a special occasion they want to initiate a new king maybe for a newborn child maybe for twins Maybe they want to praise somebody so they were producing, or they want to do a judgment. Maybe there is a problem in the court, they need some type of sculptures or masks for it. So, and it's later, 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 that we started calling it at work, but my problem was the way they were so inspired to create so diverse object in Cameroon, in Senegal, Mali, Gabon, Congo, Nigeria, even bronze how they even how they, they even discover that they can do it in bronze with the few knowledge or technology then? so i was so that it impacted me a lot and i said okay but the masks i'm doing now are very very spontaneous probably because i love so much those masks that the one i'm doing that is just a <laughs> they just come from my brain i don't i don't have a catalog of masks if you open my sketchpad, I don't have a catalog of my own masks. I just draw them, probably because of many years of practice. So I now turn them into topic or into patterns, probably to also have my own my own signature, and also the fact that, you know, it's becoming my signature because of the demand. I do yes I do yes I do different other type of work that many people prefer the other one. So it look like. It's only that one I know to do, but I do so much, so much pattern but because of the demand. It's why that is why that mask is more is more produced.
0: Yes, it, it the, the use of the African mask in your work is very much your signature, and it's particularly striking in your work, speak out the, the, the larger-than-life-sized fist uh, clenched in solidarity. And for the listeners, I'll read out the messages on this particular sculpture of this fist. We have a voice. I can't breathe. I love your skin. We all bleed the same colour. Diversity is beautiful. no to brutality, was this in response to the Black Lives Matter movement
1: or is it your general feeling? Uh, That that work was commissioned by the gallery during the, uh, they call it the Black Month. Yes, they call it Black Month. I think it was three years ago. So they told me uh, in the um, in to to how you say it in English to uh, let's say to honor the Black Month, Black, Black History Month. So yes, yeah, Black So History they Month. told me to produce that fist, but the message they did not tell me what to write. They, they just tell me we like that those your mask. We want you to do a feast. because you know that period was really trending. So it's me that added the other message, not message to blame anybody or to condemn, but a message to say, why all this? We are, we are beautiful, we are different, and the difference is good. Brutality doesn't matter, you understand? It's why I added those uh, very soft message Because it was, a, it was for a special exhibition that was supposed to hold in London, and uh, in America. But unfortunately, because of the COVID and the lockdown, the exhibition did not go as planned because of the lockdown. You remember there is one period, the lockdown was really, but the work was very, very, very appreciated, very published. The work, the reaction were very, very many, yes. And those faces, because the, the commission choose the mask because it's also people. You know, you know, another another message through my mask is, I like as I told you in the beginning, I like going where you have crowds. I like seeing expression on, on faces of people. When you see my mask, many of them ask expression. I like seeing expressions, movements, shapes, the way people react, how they are surprised, how they are happy, how they are sad. I like I like capturing all this. And anytime I put those masks, is to remind us that. Anything that happens in the world, first responsibility is us human beings. So even when you see a world with only one mask, it's just to say, it's us human beings are uh, responsible of what is happening. If we, if now climate change is us, domestic violence is us, economic crisis, we are the one. So there is, it's not a cat, it's not a lion, it's not a... It's not a, a lizard, it's us, human beings. So I like reminding that it's us by always adding that face on my work. Yes, and
0: to me, it states solidarity. Yes,
1: also solidarity, yes, of course, yes, yes. Even, yes, I have some work where I mention it, like. No matter how it's difficult, we have to stay. Like when I say women support women or when I say protect children, I have some work when I say we have to protect children. It's us adults because we were once children, so we are the ones to. Who... So, yes, it's also a sign of solidarity, yes, putting them together, yes. So to conclude
0: the interview, um, unfortunately, the hour has nearly finished already what what's your response to the question? Cannot save us. Is it through arts
1: activism, for example? When I, you ask me the question, I try to reply. It is so wide. It can save us. It, yes, it is so wide. But I will try to give the little I know. Art can save us through education because. With things happening, if people are not aware that it's happening, they cannot reproduce it into art. So we have to to record the history and teach the real history so that there are things that will not repeat itself. Because for art to save us, like let's say say we take a Picasso artwork, the Guernica, It's not today that we have wars. So many artists then did a lot of work about war, but we are not learning. We still have wars. But I'm sure there are many people nowadays that are not aware of those artwork, So that they will say, ah, me, I cannot be the first to encourage war. Because if if you are aware that, because there are some people that they don't even know that, some artists develop some type of topic. So that at a young age, if maybe we bring children to the museum or to the gallery to see it, to talk to them, to explain about that artwork, to tell them why he did the artwork, that child, that child in his brain will say, ah, what is is not good. Because it's centuries and centuries is happening. So I will not be the first person tomorrow to come out and encourage, and encourage you, or to do something bad. To create war maybe maybe with my neighbor so i think the first thing art can save us yes first the youngest generation should know their history they should talk about art because art helps to respect everything i notice many children that are very attached to art they respect everything they respect the environment they respect animals the way they talk to people anything they touch they, they pay attention because. Inspiration for them can come from any items around them. So they will will care very well. So for me, it starts from educating very early. And now teaching, you you have some part of the history that are not known for the uh, public. How people will know, how artists will even know like me, there are some there are some part of the history I discovered non, not not long years ago through social media. Because some people decided to create some page to, to post unpopular histories. But they are very that was very serious. So for me, art has an, a lot of impact. Yes. Even when we see uh, around us, students, when we maybe evocate uh, I remember we did an exhibition about domestic violence when people were sharing some experience. You can feel how the audience is affected. Some people will share their experience, some people will ask for forgiveness. You understand? So it's really important through conferences, through seminars, through education, through visits of medium, museum, media too. They have their own part because the way they share stories or the way they relate stories can increase the problem or can solve it. And also artists, the way we represent it so that it's audible to everybody or you can see a work, you don't need explanation, you understand what the artist want to mean. Art can save us, little by little.
0: Yes, I completely agree, of course. Um, I think it has many important ways of serving us natalie thank you very much for your time today i really appreciate it your, your work is outstanding and i'm very grateful to talk to you today
1: i'm very grateful too uh, paula i'm very very happy to share <laughs> you know it's not every time to share few moments with you sharing my experience even even sometimes you know i'm not anglophone so sometimes i have to struggle to find <laughs> some words in
0: yes but I, I very much appreciate your speaking you know in in, in, a, in a second language or, or third language even so thank you
1: for all your time you're welcome thank you so much